God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended, Healing the Traumas of Life. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thank you so much for joining me today. Many people in their youth have experienced a bully, someone who attacks them physically or perhaps even worse, verbally. Verbal attacks can go unnoticed by others if done stealthily. Bullies can whisper things to us in passing that can strike deeply into our hearts. Someone bigger, someone bolder, someone older speaks against us and endeavors to break our soul. Without a solid understanding of our own identity, these attacks can ensnare us and cage our hearts in fear. Trying to fight back directly against such an attacker usually has little impact. We need to not fight against the person, but against the words that they speak. We must be equally bold to speak the truth of God over ourselves. We must remind ourselves daily of our true identity. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Our enemy will use every means to disrupt our peace and composure. Words, whispered or words shot like an arrow, may attack us all throughout the day. Harsh words of our past remembered must be spoken against out loud. In today's episode, I will be dealing with learning how to boldly speak out the truth. Give a listen. I remember when I was about seven or eight years old, one of my brothers teased me about a neighbor girl. He accused me of having a crush on her. At that age, girls had cooties, so a crush was out of the question. But she was my closest neighbor, and so we played together a lot. So my brother twisted the friendship with the intent to try to anger me. Playful teasing of friends or siblings in our youth is used to evoke an emotion of some sort. It may be an attempt to embarrass us, or it may be an attempt to anger us, or it may be an attempt to demean us. It is not always mean-spirited. Sometimes it is done to simply pick on a friend or sibling without the intention of harming them. But it can, and it does. Words misspoken towards us, even without malicious intent, can cause harm. Against such words, we must learn to respond with the truth. We must speak out. It starts with a word, something from your past, or something you just heard. It's intended to harass. It's an arrow in your heart to remind you of some shame, telling you the fear will not depart, and you only have yourself to blame. The question is, how long will you stand to allow yourself to be spit upon, when will you speak up and command in his name all the junk to be gone? We must speak up and we must speak out. With the words of truth we must fight. We need to be bold and the truth to shout. Our mouths we must use to show his might. The words of the bully and the words of the teaser are usually lies. They are a distortion aimed against our hearts. Consider the quality of the words spoken about in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 8. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, 
and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. The Hebrew word that is translated tailbearer here is also translated whisperer. These words hurt. This truth was so important to God that he had it repeated in chapter 26 of Proverbs, verse 22. Pay attention to this, God says. In other places in Proverbs, it speaks of how words fitly spoken can bring health and life. The old children's adage, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me, is tragically wrong. These words wound us. Its literal connotation is to burn. These words don't just bounce off. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. If these words are left unattended, if we allow these words to continue to resonate in our ears and in our heart, they will burn us from within. We must speak against such words with the truth. The words of a talebearer are lies. They are a twisting of who we are. Look at how the Word of God describes the power of words in these following verses. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 18. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. Psalm 57, verse 4. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Proverbs 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Words can cut through us. Words can pierce our hearts. Words can either bring death or life. What words are you holding in your heart about yourself? What words do you use to identify yourself? We cannot let the words of our enemy nest within us. When we hear such words, such innuendo against us, we must respond with the truth. When Jesus was tempted by the devil, his response was, It is written. Consider the reaction of one of the writers of the Psalms in Psalm 119, verse 23. Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. The word that is translated meditate here is also translated talk, speak, or declare in other places. The understanding in the Jewish culture of meditation was to speak the law or the truth to oneself repeatedly. Princes, or as I spoke about bullies before, the bigger, bolder, older people speak against us but our response is to speak the statutes, the promises of God. We do not let the words spoken against us to continue to burn within our hearts and minds. Consider the practice mentioned again in Psalm 119, this time in verse 97. Oh, how love I thy law! It is my meditation all the day. All day long you should be speaking the truth of God's promises to yourself even when you're not being bullied. But when you are being bullied, you must respond with, It is written. In Matthew chapter 8 is the record of a centurion 
who spoke to Jesus about his sick servant. The bullying in this case was a disease attacking this man's servant. This circumstance was attacking the centurion, and he sent for Jesus for the healing of his servant. In the moment of truth, the centurion, who felt he was not worthy for Jesus to come into his house, simply said, Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. The centurion knew that Jesus had the authority to speak healing. He had great faith, according to Jesus. The centurion didn't need Jesus to physically come and touch his servant. He only needed the word to be spoken. In this case, Jesus bullied the disease and told it to leave. What are we speaking over the circumstances of our lives? How are we responding to the lies of our past that endeavor to haunt us? How are we responding to the accusations against us by our enemy? Are we repeating the facts? Yeah, I remember that sin. I remember that time I did that thing. I realized that today I'm not good enough or whatever enough. Uh, these are lies of the past. What are we saying in our heart and out of our mouth concerning our situations? I'm sick. I don't have enough money right now. Something always bad happens. It's flu season. What are we speaking? What practice do we have in place? What routine to defend ourselves against the wiles of the devil? We are in a spiritual battle. The battle is not fought with a physical sword, but with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Word of God fights against the words of our enemy, and it is best to speak God's Word out loud when we are attacked, even if it's quietly under your breath, but is spoken out into the atmosphere. We can change the situation by changing what words are spoken over us. We read about the battle we are in in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Our thoughts, though they may be depicted by images in our minds, are connected with words. These words must be taken captive to the obedience of Christ. The imaginations and the high things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God must be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. When the enemy tells us we are unloved and unwanted, our response should be, I am God's beloved child in whom he is well pleased. When the enemy tells us we don't have what we need, our response, spoken out loud, should be, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Thinking on the truth is powerful, but speaking the truth out loud causes vibrations in the air that reverberates in the world. Look at Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So what is going forth out of your mouth? 
The word of God spoken out of our mouths will also accomplish what God pleases and will prosper in the thing where it is sent. We need to speak the word over ourselves all the time. Several years ago, I met a wonderful evangelist who had a healing ministry named Emily Dotson. She was an older lady who had traveled about giving the testimony of being healed numerous times from several dire diseases. The first disease to attack her made her bedridden. The one thing she says that brought about her deliverance was, though she could not get out of bed, the devil made a huge mistake in that he did not paralyze her voice. Therefore, she was able to speak the truth over herself, and that brought her deliverance. On the flip side, Emily eventually prayed for a woman who had cancer, who was delivered of that cancer. Emily taught her truth revealed in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. The ability to overcome is given to us through the sacrifice of Jesus, through the blood of the Lamb. The other element of overcoming is by the word of our testimony. When we go through a test, we can end up with a testimony. When we claim the promise of victory given to us at the cross, we are victorious. And as we repeat the victory to others in our testimony, it establishes that victory in our lives. Our enemy will endeavor to steal that victory from us. If we stay silent and do not give the glory to God and his Son, we may end up with the same problem again because our enemy doesn't sleep. He thinks if it worked one time, he might get it to work again. Emily taught this woman who had been healed of cancer to tell others of her victory. Unfortunately, this woman's husband did not want her to go about and speak of the situation. Because of his words and the lack of speaking out the truth, the cancer came back. We must speak the truth over ourselves and declare the goodness of God to others that has come into our lives. We must speak out when we are challenged and declare the truth. It is written. Psalm 66 Verse 16, come and hear all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. It is time for us to speak up and tell the world of the goodness of God and what he has done. We need to speak out the truth to show we have won. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all who have heard this episode concerning speaking the truth over ourselves. I pray that their voice is loosed to boldly speak the truth over themselves. I pray for their deliverance from the words of their past. I pray for victory over any failure that is haunting them. I pray for deliverance from shame and condemnation. You are God's beloved child in whom he is well pleased. God chose you before the foundation of the world and knew everything about you long before you were born, and he still chose you. God delights in you. He dances over you and sings over you. He holds you close, and he won't let go. You are his beloved child. 
Amen.